0: was DWS podcast is brought to you by First Nations Fiber.
1: Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of The Beating Table. You're here with co-hosts Leith Makiwa and Degonuyakwa Stand Up. Hello. Today, we are very excited to announce that we have an in-studio guest, girl boss, Jessica Hernandez. Woo! Woo! Hello. Welcome, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica is a uh, um, She is the owner and operator of Nisi's Accessories. Where they do in-store and online sales of beadwork and beadwork, uh, beadwork, beadwork supplies, beads, all the things needed to be uh, very creative. Um, she's a beater herself. Um, you can check her out on Instagram. We will post a picture of her and uh, all her information in case you'd like to further check out all her wonderful stuff. So welcome. Today is a nice and windy day in Gatnawage. and like we always do, we're gonna start with our uh, monthly check-in. So, go to what is going on?
2: I'm sitting here smothering in a mask.
0: <laughs> Covid-free, of course.
2: Covid-free. Yes, I have been testing. I am fine. My daughter was sick, along with the rest of the world. Um, yeah, so we all have the sniffles, and I'm wearing a mask just so that I'm mean, not spreading that around. But other than that, we are fine. We're good. Bead, bead,ing wise, I have been uh, working on a few things, trying to do. I'm trying <laughs> to do a bead sale. Uh, in a few weeks. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I have a few pieces that I've completed. I'm trying to focus on men's.
0: Like accessories and whatnot. Yeah. Just,
2: you know, cause we don't often see that come through the mm-hmm. shop or like, I find it specific, like if somebody orders it or if it's made for somebody. So I'm just trying to have random stuff like, mm-hmm. available. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at in life right now. And you?
0: So I wouldn't say I'm necessarily on a beating hiatus, but I have let beadwork kind of take a backseat just because I think I'm a little bit prepared and ahead of the game, whereas usually I'm last minute. So I'm still beating my daughter's stuff for graduation. And I was just recently looking over, not my beading journal, because I'm not really up to date on the beading journal, but in my book that happens to be all my note stuff is um, I have some things I have to make, but The main number one thing is my daughter's thing. So because I feel a little bit secure, I'm taking a little back back seat and I'm focusing more on the job that I have, like my coaching job. So I'm doing that. So, um, but yeah, other than that, just trying to, you know, get myself prepared for this cool weather that's coming in and all the beating things that are happening. All the fun stuff. And Jessica, since you're
1: with us today, where are you in life? (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'm trying to get the store prepared for Christmas, which is like taking forever. Mm-hmm. I've been beating a little bit here and there, just just so I don't lose my mojo. Because, you know, once mm-hmm. you lose your mojo, it's really hard to get it back. <laughs> yeah. I'm headed to Seneca uh, tomorrow for the Ganadog and Hodunusuni art show.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't really have to go, but I just felt like going.
2: <laughs> yeah, why not? Man, <laughs> I'm like, person. I never really
1: do anything outside the box like that. Mm-hmm. So... I said, you know what? I asked my cousin to come with me if she wanted to, mm-hmm. and then her daughter's like, "I want to go too," so we're gonna have a little cousins trip.
0: Oh, nice! And just to let everybody know, Jessica sur- submitted a piece of artwork for the Ganondagan Art Market, and she was accepted. So her, it's a, it's a competition, and it's an in-house competition. Uh, sorry, not in-house. It's a in-person competition this year. And we are wishing her the best of luck, and we will see this weekend. It's tom- uh, it starts on the 3rd of December.
1: It starts tomorrow. Oh, it starts tomorrow. Yeah, and then it ends on Saturday.
0: On Saturday. Yeah. And you'll find oh, okay. out on Saturday, you'll find out on Friday.
1: I don't remember what she said.
0: Okay. I'm really not
1: expecting anything. I'm actually excited to see all the artwork that's there.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to see, I, I would love to go see the museum too. Yeah, I'm it's kind like of excited of for that. It should be interesting, yeah. Yeah,
1: so oh, I never get exciting. to do all that kind of stuff, so... Mm-hmm.
0: It's time to make jumps.
1: Yay! And what really, like,
0: inspired you to apply to that market?
1: It was Guajarani came in the store. Mm -hmm. And I had my piece. I had just finished it. And I got it back from uh, uh, Tota. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the Tota. So... It was just sitting there and everybody was asking, like, no, it's not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then she said, well, you know, you really should submit it for that. It's, uh, she say museum quality. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't really do stuff like that. I usually yeah. make stuff and sell it. Like, so I said, you know what? Let me try. And then I kept pushing it off, pushing off the day before <laughs> I submitted. So, yes, yes I procrastinate easy. like everybody Yeah. Did you have to send
0: it ahead of time or? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. So I sent it express post. I bubble wrapped it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I sent a new little bio about it. And then I just waited. And they sent me the other day that they received it. So I was oh, like. Oh, good. Good. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a little worried. Yeah. But the I've, post system right now. I I've could sent pull my hair things too. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my
0: God, like. I don't care how much you gotta pay. I just wanna make sure it gets there.
2: Yes. And the packaging, me, yeah, I was always afraid. Like when you're sending something, like, oh, please don't get there all smashed or like crumpled up or, you know, like <laughs> destroyed. That was always like a fear too.
1: Like, well, I super bubble wrapped it. Yeah. <laughs> and then added more. Yeah. <laughs> I even had the handle standing up and I oh, wrapped yeah. that yeah. that way oh, so boy. that it wasn't flopping. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause that's the last thing you want is like something just goes, yeah. Map off. Yeah. It'll yeah. be,
1: it'll be good. The only thing is that, In order to enter, they said that it has to be for
0: sale. It has to be for sale. Yeah. But you have the opportunity to decline any offers for sale.
1: See, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Because what it is, is that because it's a show, right? And it's people are going there to buy and to do whatever. They want to make sure that it's not a commissioned piece that you're just submitting just for people to look at. Yeah. It's something that actually people can buy if they wanted. Are you in charge of the sale or is it? organization in charge of it? I'm not sure. I think
1: I kind of am. They asked me to submit my email and yeah. that to keep a hold of everything and let them know if anybody reaches out to me.
0: Oh, okay. So, so yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's they, good. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, they do with that one because I was looking at all the uh, the paperwork too. They, you are in charge of it, but they also have first dibs if they want to buy it. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you do have the choice though to decline yeah. because it, it might be a piece that you want to show somewhere else yeah. eventually too. So, you can, uh, you know, yeah. you, you always have that right. So.
1: Yeah, because I don't know if I'm going to make another one. I'm not one to, like, repeat things. No, and, like a piece like that, too. You kind of yeah. want it to be a one of the I time. Yeah, and if I did, it would not be in the same color scheme. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I, I get, like, when things are repetitive, it's, like, monotonous. And mm-hmm. I get bored.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we hear you.
0: <laughs> That's exciting. Once Yay! you start, you can't stop. But that's the thing, like, when you said, like, you might want to show it somewhere else. Like, I, I've seen artists who take a piece, they win some ribbons, they go to another show, they win some ribbons. And at the end, like, you know, like, I have this piece with all this, like, acclaim. And then, well, it drives up the price, too, because it mm-hmm. has more um, value. value because it was, um, like, prize winning and whatnot. So that's something to keep in mind. Whereas I just, like try to sell everything because <laughs> I just need the money. I just want to make some money off my stuff. So, so Jessica, we have a few um, online questions that we got. Okay. If you're interested in that, <laughs> unless, Margaret, you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into some of this? No, and let's then jump right just on Just jump in. Yep. Okay. So it's not in any order. And um, I'm not sure if you're going to know who asked the questions, but the first question is, who is your favorite employee? <laughs> <laughs> You obviously don't have to answer, but I thought it was... a very- Hi,
1: Olivia. <laughs> so, Olivia has
0: moved up the ranks. Okay. <laughs> okay,
1: so I have a funny story. Okay. And obviously, I have to mention my mother, who yes. was mm-hmm. my first and best employee. But I we always said, I fired and I quit, like, every day. That was our joke. <laughs> You're fired. Okay, well, bring me home. <laughs> or I quit. So, but Olivia has really... Um, She's like my backbone when I need things done. And she's not even there that much because mm-hmm. she has small children. But she was hired on the premise that I knew she had small kids and come in when you can and do what you can. And she's almost like an emotional support person, you know. Mm-hmm. So when she's not there, I feel it. But uh, she'll answer messages at home. She'll check on me. Did you do this? So it's good to have somebody. And I think I talked to you about this before. It's When you find somebody good, keep them. Like mm-hmm. It's yeah. really important. Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe a follow up question for that, that wasn't streamed through Instagram is how many employees do you have? So right now I have two employees
1: and I am working on training a spare. Oh, excellent. Who is a young student. Mm -hmm. So for me, what's important is that when I hire people that they have an interest in beading Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and because I have a big background in customer service. How you treat people is really important to me. Mm-hmm. So I look for people who are going to be kind and make people feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And if that's not the case, then you got to go. You it's not go. a yeah. fit.
0: Well, that's good. Well, that's excellent there. So yeah. anyone who's looking for stellar customer service. customer service, then you know where to go. You can go to Nisi's Accessories. Again, we'll post it on Instagram, all the information. That you might need if you are in the Gunawaga area or you're online, right? Because you do online sales as well. Yes, right?
1: yes. Yes. It drives me nuts a little bit right now, but yes. <laughs> well, we have
0: some questions about that. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So the second question was, what is your favorite item to bead? Whether it be purses, earrings, moccasins, etc.
1: I don't know if there's a specific item, but it's like when I get an idea and I like design it, I got to bead this. Mm-hmm. Like that's my favorite thing. Is to see what I kind of envision come to life. That's like my favorite thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, with that being said, how did you really see the vision of that piece that you called the Pyramid Purse? Like, maybe you could maybe you could let our audience know a little bit more of the backstory on yeah. that. I mean, if if they do go to your Instagram page, they'll see it. But you know, we want to hear. So about I
1: it. don't know how <laughs> deep you want to go, but yeah.
0: but you um, can go I maybe to as yeah. deep as uh, Margaret because she was inspired by that piece too. By your piece, which was inspired by another piece.
1: Okay, so I'll try to do this without um, getting emotional. All and right. it's okay to be a yeah. beating
0: table, but. So
1: this was the first piece that I beaded since I beaded my mother's moccasins for her journey. And I really needed something that was out of the box, number one. But I needed color because it's a very dark and numb. Grief is really hard. So I just needed colors. I needed to feel life again, and I'm not one to be like dark. Or if you know mm-hmm. me, I'm like the happiest, like positive thinking person. And this was a hard one. So I just needed to be something that was gonna kind of bring me out of that. You know, I said, you know what? I always love this piece. I saw. I saw it on Pinterest, I think, or Instagram, and it was this Chanel bag. I, I. I don't even know if it was an actual Chanel bag or somebody beat it on or made something on top of a Chanel bag. But I looked at it and I said, I want to do something like this, but all raised beadwork. I said, you know what? I'm going to finally do it because it's been in my phone for maybe two or three oh, okay. years, yeah. like that long. Yeah. And so I just started one day. I said, I'm going to do this. And I got all my pieces out and it just, it flowed, you know? So, and my aunt, my, my wonderful aunt, would check up on me every day and she wanted to see like the progress Mm -hmm. because my family is some of my biggest supporters Mm -hmm. you know they're always like if it's powwow you know I got cousins that are waiting at nine in the morning for stuff she's always checking in my aunt to see what I'm making my mother loved everything that I did Mm -hmm. even my my loved ones like and the kids they're always like what are you making now as I was going I was like I was like what are you doing like they didn't understand what I was doing. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's a very odd-shaped kind yeah. of piece, yes. So, you know, and then as I'm going, you know, you have to take artistic liberties because it's such an odd shape. And because I knew I was using so much color, you know, did I want to do this or did I want to simplify it? So I chose to, to do a simple linear outline mm-hmm. because I said everything else is so busy. Yep. I don't really think it needs a rope stitch. And I don't know how it's going to look when all the corners are connected. Like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't too sure, you know. And as I was going, I originally intended to have a zipper. And when I thought about it and speaking to my aunt, it was going to look really manufactured if I did Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So how was I going to close it? And and, then you got
0: to squish it to get your hand in or something. Yeah.
1: And then all the pieces were pretty stiff. Like, there's no, so a zipper was out of the question. Mm -hmm. If I put ribbon, it might look. Yeah. You know, so I ended up putting Velcro inside just mm-hmm. so that it closed properly mm-hmm. and nothing would fall out. Yeah. Because, I mean, I intend somebody to use yeah. it. I'm so glad I know
2: how that closes because you know how bad I want to open
0: <laughs>
1: it <at> the show? <laughs> I was like, I just want to open it and see what's in there. Had I been there the same time, you could have just asked and I would have <laughs> opened it. But it, it was like, it took a while for me to think, how am I going to do this mm-hmm. without it taking away from... Everything else, mm-hmm. you know, I was gonna do a chain, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's manufactured. Like, let me do a wi- uh, wrapped handle. Mm-hmm. And how big do I want it? Do I? And and I decided, you know, what a little wrist yeah. lit, you know. So it was just little liberties like that that I took in, you know, trying to add the colors in a way. Like, I didn't just throw colors on. You know, mm. each side I picked my colors. I took them away because I picked project like colors for project to start. Mm-hmm. And then I, I mm-hmm. take away and yeah. put other or colors. Her, yeah. 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 So, you know, trying to see what worked with those colors. And I mean, they're all neon. So it's not the easiest thing when you have like,
0: but it screams Jessica Hernandez. Yeah. Like, that's what <laughs> You yeah. said it's like, that is her. Yeah. That is her. That is her. It's so bright and bubbly. Yeah. and. Well, my first raised beadwork
1: moccasins were all black and neon. The first raised beadwork thing I ever did. Was there a flower
0: on that, that one? Not a there flower, was, was that bird? No. Okay.
1: But I had previously only really done little smaller projects before I did that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going all black. I had this black cow leather Mm -hmm. that was really stiff. And you've
0: learned since then, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you have what you have Mm -hmm. at the time, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of things get passed down to you. (laughs) I come from a family of beaters and quilters. So there's a lot of stuff that was passed down. But yeah, that's where the piece came out of. And I just see it as... You know, the light coming out of the dark,
0: mm-hmm. I kind
1: of say. And it kind of brought me back to beating because, you know, I have my days. Of course. But it's, uh, I'm proud of it. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It yeah. is. It's a beautiful piece.
2: And you can see it. You can see this, the sentiment in it. Hearing the story, you can, it really does. Now you can, like, it's beautiful regardless. But even with the story, now you can really see the story. In yeah. It, you know.
1: And it was nice that I had everybody check it, like, check on the project, you know, as I Mm -hmm. was going, because I know people were just checking it on me. Mm -hmm. So, and, uh, you know, for a moment there, I didn't even know if I was going to open the store back, like, Mm -hmm. Mm because we were there all the time. Like, I'd pick her up to come to work, even if I didn't need her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so people kept passing the store when I was on bereavement and the light was on. (laughs) The open sign. So, yeah, I knew I had to get back to work. And that's mm-hmm. what she wanted. So it's kind of dedicated to her. I just didn't think of a name for the piece. <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah. do I go deep or, you know, it's just a pyramid purse. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Read the story. Read the yeah. story. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or listen to the story. But yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's such a, it is. It's such a nice tribute mm-hmm. in a way just to, to use what it is that you're passionate about. To really help you through difficult times mm-hmm. and I'm a firm
1: believer you've heard me talk about it before that beating is medicine mm-hmm. you know during covid like for me, like just to be able to start and finish something that process is so special and like I would ask you, how do you do all these zoom classes like for me, I just i can't do uh <laughs> I tried once, and I'm like, I think I really take a lot from a group of women sitting together mm-hmm. and and just chit chatting and. Beating like that energy is just so special. So. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah,
2: <laughs> when we were doing it through Zoom, it depends. So it depends on the class. It depends on the people who are who are in there. I would have some classes where it would be quiet,
0: like silent.
2: Yeah. And you you miss that. You miss that, you know, the the energy of it all. And then I'd have some classes where it was like it was rolling, like everyone was laughing and everyone's in there and everyone's talking and you know, people are cutting each other off because everyone's trying to talk together. And so it, it, it's always different, I guess, on through Zoom. Mm-hmm. But you do miss that the energy of like just being with everyone, like in person and being, you know, all together and stuff like that. So,
1: well, I give props to you because you really do a lot for people. Like, <laughs> give yourself a pat on the shoulder. Oh, I'm like, I'm you. not doing Zoom.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? Sometimes though, it was, sometimes it's for me too. It's, <laughs> It's because I enjoy that. It's it's my, even if it was through Zoom, it was my get out time. You know, it was like, I just love meeting different people because you really never know who's coming in the classes. You don't know who's signing up. So it was always fun just to get together. I always joke now. I'm like, I know all these people across the Confederacy and half of them I've never even met in person yet, you know. But it's through all these classes that you meet everybody. And yeah, I enjoy it. It's not always the easiest, (laughs) but... Yeah, it's fun. I
1: enjoy it.
0: Whereas I don't have patience for that, but I have patience for like teaching like kids, kids and, and that sitting kind there. Yeah. of stuff. Like, but I don't have patience. Well, for I it. remember
1: when I had, well, cause I, I didn't send my kids to daycare. Mm-hmm. So, but I remember I would like, I'd be on walks and I would see you with all your kids and I'm like. And look at her goal, like speaking Ganiakeha <laughs> and oh. teaching them, like, wow.
0: <laughs> well, I don't even have patience for my own kids. I have patience for the kids at work, you know? Like, I'm like, yeah, it's chaos. I love it, you know? Like, you know, that, that's what I like too. But, I mean, I like my kids too, but <laughs> maybe back to the questions. So we talked a little bit about, well, you really went into depth about the Pyramid Purse and that inspiration. So maybe, like, just to, like, think about things from before, like, where would you get your most inspiration from for, like, maybe, say... Your beaded earrings or different things like that. Because that's some one of the things that you were mentioning about people waiting at the Power. You put beading you put bead, beaded beaded earrings on Instagram or whatnot and they sell right away. Like where do you get your inspiration for that?
2: And colors, because if we look, we know it's that's Jessica, Jessica Hernandez. <laughs> it's the neon. You love the the bright colors and you know how to balance it and work with it so well. Like, where do you get the inspiration for those colors?
1: Um so sometimes just sketching like different like you know even just making motions Mm -hmm. will help me think of a design or something but i tend to try to see like what's what's kind of popular right now what is like fashion wise what Mm -hmm. colors are are out there i like to look at you know different artwork and pieces paintings people who do watercolor Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. inspires me i think i had mentioned to you before i really love Indian embroidery.
0: Oh yes, I remember. Yeah.
1: I freaking love it. Like if (laughs) if I were to be somebody else one day, I love the saris and the Mm -hmm. outfits that they wear. I think they're the most beautiful thing ever. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that inspires me. Shapes, texture. I know everybody really loves the bees and and the birds because that's kind of you know what we're surrounded Mm -hmm. with. So I tend to go back to that a little bit. I stopped doing the bead arounds quite a few years ago. What's
0: the,
1: that? The, like beating around a gem. Like I don't often oh, okay. do that anymore. Is that
0: like what a cab would be or something? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I find lately I've been doing a lot of beading pieces that I draw. Whatever it might be, just, you know, different things. So, and I didn't realize, I used to be really good at pricing things. <laughs> and then everything changed because of the quality of beadwork, right? That's mm-hmm. out there now. So... What I'm charging for something that I drew and fully beaded was, like, less than something that was beaded around a gem. Not to say that, you know, they're just as Mm -hmm. beautiful, but I was like, I need to do something, like, change something about Mm -hmm. this because it's not making (laughs) sense. Yeah, Yeah, So there's a lot of, like, to draw out,
2: because you already have to (laughs) take that into consideration all the time, the thinking of it, the drawing of it, all of that time, all of that energy that gets put into that. And then to create the piece Mm -hmm. and then all of the extras and everything else like.
1: Yeah. So and it's like, oh, you have earrings at the store. I'm like, if if I ask somebody to make earrings for the store, then I'll have some of those style earrings. But Mm -hmm. for me to make earrings, it's going to be hours of work Mm -hmm. for a pair because I like to I don't know. I like to be like designs, not small, but I don't realize I'm doing it. just Mm -hmm. I have to add more and more. Mm -hmm. Even when you're doing a race speed work, I'm like, oh, look, there's a space.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. That's me too. I'm like, I love it as busy as possible. Like, I'm like, you know, there's (laughs) a space right there. (laughs) Yes. I feel like it's like, I don't know. For me, I look at it. I'm like, oh, it's
0: not finished. Something needs to go there. It's empty. Like,
2: I don't know. I like things to be busy, which is ridiculous because everywhere else I'm like
0: I need it clean <laughs> but I mean like there's something where like it's, it's busy and it's just like there's, there's organized chaos yeah to it. and then yeah. there's just like a splash full of beads everywhere like but that's not in either of your cases that's yeah. not what it's like so
2: yeah, yeah. everything is thought out the, the yeah. whole process of it all
1: and I think I think of my pieces as little canvases mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do I bring this to life mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I, I go when I'm making something
0: I have a question maybe just to follow up with, like, when you said, like, oh, yeah, you're picking your things and you're drawing out. Do you color where you're going to be beating? Because we (laughs) talked about that last time, like, we see people, like, who color in their design. They're like, oh, my goodness, like, I don't know if I can do that.
1: Not at all. Okay. And even that, my color patterns, I'll pick as I go. As Mm -hmm. I'm beating. I'll be like, I need this here. It's not specific, Mm -hmm. like... I'll go and be like, "Oh, this has to go here." It's like the beads kind of speak for For themselves. themselves, Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, what is your favorite color combination at the moment? All
1: the colors. (laughs) colors. If you ask everything,
0: (laughs) like when I order
1: stuff, like Grant Jonathan, like if I place an order with him, he's like, "What colors do you need?" I'll be like, "All of them." (laughs) And he's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I have no judgment on any colors. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time." I was just
0: gonna ask you, what is your?
1: I have a hard time to do like.
0: The fall colors that everybody loves to do. Like that earthy
1: (laughs) kind of colors? Yes. So I took a piece out and I grabbed some beige. I
0: don't think I've ever seen you use beige before.
1: If I use beige, I probably added maroon or pink (laughs) or something or or yellow. I probably did, but I probably added other colors because I go for the most amount of colors I can. Mm -hmm. Like this will work and then I can bring this in and then this in and and then. (laughs) So. If I have to use the least amount of colors, it's very hard. I did a pair of moccasins that were white, black, and gray. Mm-hmm. And I struggled. <laughs> but I was like, I'm seeing this through. I'm not adding anything. I'm not adding anything. I yeah. have to see this through because I had to see if I could do it. Yeah. Because I will just.
0: <laughs> and that's the best thing I love just to use. like I mean, mind you, if I use one color, I'm using like 30 different shades of that one color. Like, you know, if I use white, I'm using like 20 different whites.
1: Yeah. But yeah. The monochromatic beadwork that I've seen is so nice. I'm like, I got to try that one day, but
0: I don't know if I can. Yeah, I That'll really take you out of your comfort zone. That'd be a really good project to see. Jim. Yeah.
2: It's like anxiety inducing though. <laughs> like for, You w- think? Well, uh, when I did the red, oh, red one, I red, was like, oh, yeah. I just want to throw something else in here. I don't want to just stick with red. But I, I, the same thing. I was like, no, I want to do Like I enjoyed it, but I found it hard. Like not just for that reason, but I think we said it last time because When you put things on, they they, change. They change. So I couldn't keep track of what color I actually did, like, from leaf to leaf. If I didn't finish the flower, like, right away to petals, I was like, oh, man, what did I use there? (laughs) Because all the reds end up looking Mm -hmm. the same. So I had to keep, like, it's good to keep track. Yeah, Yeah. I was, like, (laughs)
1: digging through the bead, like, okay, let me see. I actually did a piece with all fall colors, and they're one of my favorite pairs of moccasins I made. But, of course, they weren't just... Normal, I had to make a beaded, like, rainbow corn on there. Oh. <laughs> and then I had it to add blue. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, but that's just me. <laughs> but there are different
2: tones. You can go, like, you could totally do fall and throw in, like, purple. You can throw yeah. in the yeah. blues. Like, but usually it stays with that that corn blue, almost, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I get a lot of people who come to the store and ask me to help them pick colors. And they're like, I wonder if I've seen that. I'm like, I don't know. You just To me, you can make anything work you mm-hmm. really can just don't
0: don't pick the same beads with the same finish yeah. you gotta mix you gotta have yeah. depth because mm-hmm. a lot of people
1: like oh matt i'm like throw a shiny one in there yeah you not
0: it's all gonna yeah or if you do all shiny it yeah. just in the sun it's a blob of shine you just see sparkle don't yeah. discriminate don't be a yeah.
1: uh, bead racist <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh <my God. laughs> yeah you gotta go like everything get yeah,
1: everything all everything. the colors are importantly
0: <laughs> all finishes all finishes uh, are important yeah Okay, so this is a really serious question, kind of. What inspired you to open your store? (laughs) So I
1: had been on the powwow trail for...
0: Maybe just give a little background about that. So when did you start your biz in the beads? I started beading in 2012 when I was
1: pregnant with my daughter, because you know how that nesting works. Yeah. (laughs) But I always knew I was going to bead. I would collect beads. My aunt had a store. I had a box full of beads. People would give me beads. I'm like, one day I'm going to bead. So I knew, but I was always busy working or whatever. So when everything was like settled for her, her bed was done. Like I took them out and I went on Google and I learned how to like do brick stitch. Mm -hmm. Simple. And I said, I'm going to learn how to do this. And I would order more supplies and more supplies. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, you know, you look at beadwork from like out west or down south and they have different kind of embellishments or Mm -hmm. so. I started to order, you know, the cabs and the banding and all of that kind of stuff. And then I had a surplus and I had a lot of earrings. I'm like, I'm going to do powwow this year. Like, you know, that's the ultimate goal. Can I get a spot? Oh my God. (laughs) So I had the earrings and I had some of the supplies and it just, grew. So I would start selling it online. I auto- open the Etsy shop and mm-hmm. I put some of the stuff on there and it just kind of kept growing. And then my mom's like, well, you can put the stuff here, you know, and if whatever, if somebody needs to come by. So like, I don't even know, maybe 2013, we started to put stuff at her house and people would call be like, can I come by? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it would be. We would drag everything out and mm-hmm. I just had an abundance of stuff because each year you would grow a little bit more. I had people from like Manawaukee, or mm-hmm. I didn't even understand because they speak like a broken Manawan and French together. So you can't even use Google Translate to speak oh. to them. <laughs> but they would be like and they would bring their kids and their kids would be running around my mother's house. There'd mm-hmm. be like 10 people in her house at a time. <laughs> it was really like wild for a moment there. But, you know, <laughs> and I was working at turn four at the time at a bar and it was draining and I didn't like they what had I was small doing. kids too, right? Yeah, but I didn't necessarily like what I was doing I was good at what I did Mm
0: -hmm. again that customer service
1: yeah because it pays the bills right Mm -hmm. but I wasn't happy about the work I was doing and I didn't see the benefit of what I was doing for my community
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I thought of it as I'm not helping anybody here Mm -hmm. you know I know it's paying my bills but I felt like I was doing a disservice and I was starting to get unhappy and it's like you know I can't put my kids to bed at night like you know they're watching Disney movies, and I want to be home. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting home at three thirty, four o'clock. This has got to change. And then I, I talked about opening a store, but and I'd ask around, does anybody have space? But there was nobody, nowhere really to, a rent mm-hmm. at the time. Then I saw a post about the ACE program with Devudu Nizakta. And it said 25 and up. And I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm going to apply anyway. Maybe they'll accept (laughs) me. (laughs) I'm like, because this is really like, you're learning to open a business while opening a business Mm -hmm. and writing a business And that was the first one they had, right? Was that the first cohort? The first cohort, cohort? yeah. Yeah. So I applied. I got the job. And we were one of the bigger classes. I think we were like 14. And then I ended up being kind of like this mama bear to all these These other, (laughs) I was one of the older ones, but, you know, we had to take a business course at Nova. We had to open (laughs) Mm Durama's, make a menu, which is partly why we have the hoof lady and all of that. Because I said, this is a good talking piece. Let's call these like something, you know, Um, our stuff. Yeah. And as we were doing the business plan learning at uh, Nova, uh, Nova, I was doing mine. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like this. Because when I do, like, learn something, I have to do too. Mm-hmm. Apply it right away. Yeah. So as I was going, so when it ended, I was like, here you go. And I was eligible for, you know, the loans and yep. all of that. And then I had seen where I'm located. There mm-hmm. was a, a little blurb at the post office and I called him. Mm-hmm. I looked at it and I said, okay, I'll take it. So he let me go in in August 2018. And... For two months, I went in and I painted, built furniture. I had a little bit of help here and there from mm-hmm. Ganya and the kids, but I was, like, I painted everything mostly myself. I hung up my rack with my banding. Like, mm-hmm. I was in there. I'm like, I'm doing this. Built my <laughs> office desk, all of that, and, and opened. The only thing that was hard is that with loans nowadays when you're opening, it's really for, like, your equipment and like all the no the supplies, and,
0: yeah, not the supplies and that really cost a lot, and then you just have you're sitting on stock.
1: Yeah, so it's like, how do you like get capital to buy all this inventory? Mm-hmm. People don't really tell you that much in business courses. You know, it's like, oh, take out a loan, but don't go to the bank, or mm-hmm. you know, they say things like that. So it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to just go slow from here. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the best case: go slow, because if you go too fast, you're gonna end up overwhelmed and so I just took it slow from here. You know, we did some classes and and things. And we I started a little beating group with the little, little girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> my daughter's age and a little older. And they would come like twice a week and they loved it. They have short attention spans. So we would beat a little while we would snack, we would chit chat and then we'd go play outside or mm-hmm. something. But they and really we did a loved summer it.
0: program, right?
1: Yeah, we did a small one where they would come in and uh, I think it was like twice a week. And we would beat a little bit and we'd go play outside. They would play like all those games we used to play, like <laughs> the Bulldog or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like go for a walk, you know, just stuff like that. Just something for people to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just little by little, I would do different things and I'd be also selling and shipping packages out and just c- kind of managing both. Anything, like if I had a idea to do anything, I'd be like, I got to do this. I'd get everything. I'd make one and then Mm -hmm. my mother would be there and she'd get it all done.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: So I have a question. So how is that doing? Going online and store?
1: Um, Online frenzy. It's overwhelming. (laughs) Because I don't think people realize you have multiple inboxes that people can reach you. Mm -hmm. You have your personal inbox. You have your business inbox on Facebook, on Instagram, on your website. On whatever, Etsy. On Etsy. There's like inbox and then your email. And then the people who know you and
2: and text you.
1: (laughs) Yes. So it is overwhelming. (laughs) And I was like, at one point, I'm like, I can't answer all these messages. I don't have the energy for it. Like, I'm focused on doing what I'm doing. I need somebody Mm -hmm. here to like answer these messages for me so I can work. Mm -hmm. And that's where Olivia came in because she also was part of ACE, one of oh, the okay. cohorts, I think the third or fourth cohort. And I said, you know what? She's got a good work ethic, and mm-hmm. she just seemed very organized. Yeah. So. I heard her to do that, but the rise in shipping prices, the oh, rise yeah. in supply prices. supply prices, the lack of supplies, because there are shortages around the world in every department. And people are like, oh, you don't have the big bobs and stuff like that. I'm like, Girl, if you find a big (laughs) bobbin of thread, buy it it because they're hard to come by. Like I go, I even had one supplier message me, "Oh, are you placing an order?" Because I had found elsewhere, and they were. I'm like, "Well, you're always out of stock. I (laughs) don't know what to do." Like the shortages are are real. The price increases are real. People don't realize like Mm -hmm. COVID really messed a lot of things up. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh. It's give or take, you know, I'm not as much promoting or marketing my uh, online. It's there and I'll do it as is because if I really put my whole effort into it, it'll it'll just it'll take over. It'll take over and I'm just not there right now. So like
0: I have a Shopify account and it's all ready to go. But I'm like, I've been sitting on it for a year and a half, almost almost two years, almost two years during the pandemic. I started it and I was like, this is what I'm going to do. But I'm like. It's still under, like, I think when you look on it, it says like, we will be opening sooner, or, come back, whatever, because I can't, I can't, yeah. like, I have a full half, like I have a half time job. I have a part-time job. I've tried to be work. I'm like, is it something I really want to do? Is it really something I'm passionate about? Uh, maybe just like the store is fine, but I'm just like, I, but I have this, I have this website. It's all ready. All this stuff is ready. And I'm just like, ah, I'll yeah. wait. You I'm need
2: gonna, like uh, a whole army to help you like, Often people will say like, oh, you should post more. Do you have online like for for the shop? But even just posting sometimes, I could post like maybe five pictures. And even just doing that sometimes gets so overwhelming because I I, I have to man that. And if there's people walking in and like I'm working the store and working the online. And it's not even online. It's just a couple of pictures. (laughs) And I can't always keep up with that because it's you're trying to manage a million different so here's things. my
1: little trick with that is that I learned the hard way. So what I did is anything that's on my website is in a separate bin so that I'm not taking from my shelves. I know what's yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. I know what's here mm-hmm. because trying to manage both.
0: And if you have sales at the shop yeah. and then it doesn't crop, yeah, Yeah.
1: It's- so I have a separate area for my Etsy bin that we will go from time to time because listing stuff It's a pain in the ass.
0: I, I'm like, oh, you got to take a picture. You got to write the description. Yes. You gotta How much does it weigh? Because then when you got to sell it, then you yeah. got to make sure it's a shipping. So when they tr- cash out, everything is ready to go and you just get your payment. That's it.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, is that you should do that yeah. when you're ready, because that's the way business is going. I know. That's the way that business is going. Like we're fortunate. We live in a community that loves beads mm-hmm. and beadwork. Everything's online shopping yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have like an online presence, then you're not going to be doing very well, yeah. you know. So it's just, yeah. it's a balance. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really been putting too much into it because, like I said, I didn't want to get overwhelmed because I am still, I, I don't want to say fragile, but I'm still. No,
0: you're still, still grieving. It, yeah. I'm still grieving. Yes. Yeah. that's a, that's so, and, it's, and that takes a while. That's
1: um, okay. So I do what I can every day. I've I've started sewing. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to fill in things with stuff that I, I w- always wanted to do, mm-hmm. but also trying to balance that. But these shortages and then shipping times, like I ordered November 9th and I still haven't. It. It's still at customs, what? yeah, <gasps> oh my something. God. Oh no. So, you know, I have all these beads sitting on the table but no tubes. I have <gasps> it. Yeah, it's fun, fun and games. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then Going to ship packages, it was going from like twelve to fourteen dollars. Yeah, no, no like express so like twenty to twenty five for expedited, which isn't even yeah. express. And regular and expedited are like the same price, and that's with a Canada Post business account. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Then I had messages supply. I'm like, when are you getting this? Mm-hmm. Well, we're not really getting it right now because, in order, because people don't realize beads come. On ships. shipments, yeah.
0: From wherever, from yeah. Japan, from China, so from wherever it is. So they have to
1: pay sea freight yeah, to get it here. And they said the cost of their shipping went up a zero. Yep.
0: Yeah. So
1: they're only ordering so much at a time.
0: yeah.
1: So it's like having to manage all of that is like... Uh, and then you have people like that don't understand oh, do you have
0: that color you know i bought it whenever and i'm like uh, yeah and they
1: don't understand well and, when are you getting it well yeah, i'm a really bad
0: person too like i'm not really on with the leads lead speeds like i'm trying my best but you know our language is suffering so i need to focus on that for a little bit you
2: know <laughs> but i that's say everyone is just doing what they can and as much as you can like being behind the scenes and doing a store and do like you kind of get the understanding of of how retail works and how all, you know, shipping and supply and demand and all that. Like, we were talking about that not too long ago. I was in the shop and it was like, people may want to come in and complain that, oh, well, you don't have this. Or, but even, even if it's there, I have to sell and move what is in the store to make profit, to be able to buy more stuff. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so... You know, and, and if people aren't shopping, then I can't buy more crap. Like, yeah. you know, so there's a whole chain and a whole line of uh, the way things work, you know. So, yeah.
1: And and on top of it, like, we're small businesses. It's not like we're pulling in, like, thousands of dollars, you know. <laughs> a day. Because, a day yeah. or whatever. No. Like, it's, and and things cost a lot of money. And you have to order a certain amount in order to get it to you at a certain price. So it's like. People don't realize, like, it's tens of thousands of dollars to order And things. you
0: have to yeah. put your markup on it. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Otherwise,
2: you're you're doing it for not nothing, but for financially nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if, like, you're buying stuff from the States, you got to pay the exchange. And sometimes that was, like, a lot of money. And, and duty. And duty. Yeah. and duty. Yeah.
2: Oh, and that went up. <laughs> that
0: went yep. Everything went up. So, yeah. So, the bottom line, people...
1: It's crazy having and, a store. And be sometime. good to Yaqua to and I and, yeah. and Lee. <laughs> Please, we're doing our best.
0: <laughs> With that, maybe to go, there was a part of the same question is, what's your favorite thing about your store? Of having a store, of being entrepreneur, what's your favorite thing?
1: My favorite thing? Your
0: favorite thing.
1: I love my customers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love people coming in day to day. And sometimes they just want to stay. They want to <laughs> talk. Yeah. And I don't you know. mind that. You know, what well, I tell people all the time, if you want to come in, come in, like I'm sitting here beating or if I'm not working on inventory, like I'll sit here and beat if you want to come join me. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I don't mind.
1: Nobody really takes me up on it because it's always, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, I'll do that. But I love my customers. And secondly, I like going home at a decent hour mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and being home with my family. Like that's like
0: sold. Yeah. I'm doing this. OK, so maybe just to be a little catty. And to be like not so serious, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you ever notice a looseness in someone else's beadwork? Yes.
2: (laughs) Wait, what was that? Yes. Yes. A looseness.
0: Have you ever asked somebody, or have you ever imparted your artistic wisdom on somebody, just to encourage them to strive to their greatest potential? So
1: we had class the other day. I'm teaching people had to do my beaded cradle board. yes mm-hmm. and um i was like okay if you know you're beating and you see that you don't like it don't keep going take mm-hmm. it Stop. off take it off and they're like well i don't like that but i'm gonna come back to him I'm like no 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 <laughs> and she kept beating so i went there with scissors and I go, oh. you cut it yourself good yeah. for you go. so i was like here so sorry well, <laughs> but
0: the thing is too is that you want somebody to learn something to a good way the first time so they can continue to do it excellent every time right
1: take off your beads just oh, you know what yes. if you have the chance take your beads off and do it again and you're gonna be like wow like mind blown
0: and if it doesn't work that time take them off again and yeah. you try again till yeah. it looks
1: yeah. good yeah. unless your velvet starts to get like e-
0: oh that's e- like the yeah.
1: <laughs> it shrivels up and you just gotta beat over that Yeah. so I have somebody who's a beginner who didn't like it at first So I told her take it off do it again. When you're home, do it again. She brought it back and it's so beautiful.
0: Oh, that's mm-hmm. so nice.
1: It's so beautiful. And she's like, I'm so happy that I did that. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage everybody, like, don't keep going if you see something out of place. Yeah. You know, take it off. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I have the other extreme. So I have the two and
2: me, I'm a little bit more laid back. Like I encourage people, but if you're not going to, mm, that's fine. But eventually you're going to have to learn to take that off. Like. Yeah. Because then that's how you improve. You have to you have to push yourself to keep, you know, challenging it. Whatever it is that you don't like, take it off. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sometimes though, now I in classes, I have people who come in and like continuously take off. Where I was like, okay, you need to like st- perfectionist. I've, type seen of stuff. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, where you're yeah. like, okay, you're not gonna finish this. Like you need to stop taking that <laughs> off, and you need to just like. Come to terms and come to peace with whatever it is you're doing. And and sometimes it's funny because when you're working with other people, you see their traits in their art. Mm-hmm. You could see people who have a hard time letting go. You have people who, like me, who are like meat freaks or like certain things have to be a certain way or, yeah, or are just not comfortable like they can't set their mind on a color like the, those colors. There's a thousand colors and beads. Mm-hmm. You can always change it. And they're always trying to change it while they're working in the same piece instead of saying, okay, well, this piece is going to be black and white. Next piece, I'll do purple and red. You know, mm-hmm. like that's, you know, so it's funny you see that too, like when you're working with different people, like <laughs> all the different traits of of everyone, you know.
1: Yeah, everybody's so, so different. Yeah. And you have to have patience because not everybody like learns the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, you know what? I know that I can leave these ones on their mm-hmm. own to keep going, and I'm gonna sit with this person. You know, again, why I didn't do Zoom is because how do you do that? Like you over here in this square. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's work on this. You yeah, know? but um, and it is
2: a it, it it's a very fine line. When I was teaching the moccasins, that's the hardest one because of doing the the puckering and how do you? So everything was literally like. You have to show it on the thing and not everyone can do it because it mirrors. So what I would have to do behind the scenes was I'd either take pictures of the process and break it down and send paragraphs of each step Mm -hmm. or then send videos of each step of how we had to do this. Because like having a teaching background too and being somebody who, who learns very, very literal and step by step, like. That's the way I function. So when I teach, that's how I teach it because that's how I need to know. <laughs> like, so mm-hmm. I, I assume, not that I assume, but most people would, you know, need that too. So especially when you're doing work, So um, it's that breakdown, constant breakdown. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, that's like too to much work that. for no. me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's dissecting, but that's me. I like yeah. that's the way my brain works. Everything has to be dissected. So when I teach, I dissect every step and then re- try to reteach it. Like, I hope it works for everyone, but... You know, that's the way I have to do it, so.
1: Well, when I first learned how to make moccasins and the puckering, I didn't understand what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Because they explained it, and I'm like, I gotta do this, wait. Like, it took me a few tries, and then finally, once I got it, I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. But I, did, I couldn't wrap my hand, head around it right away. And I'm a learner. Like, I've always been, like, somebody who likes to learn. Mm-hmm. And that was hard for me because I didn't understand it right away. I was like... <laughs> I was like, mad. what is this?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you have to adapt it to sometimes because the way you, you learn things doesn't always like jive. So it's kind of like, OK, well, I'm going to take what you've given me. And then how do I adapt it so that it works better for me? You know, so like that for everyone.
0: Maybe before we get into our rapid fire question, I wanted to ask you, what advice would you give to someone who is just starting out? Don't give up.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't give up. And you know what? It's not going to be perfect first time around. That's OK. Mm-hmm. Just keep going because as you go, practice makes perfect. So, and I, you know, that's the same advice I give my daughter when it comes to all the things that she likes to do. I know it's frustrating. You can't get it right now. You will, but don't give up. I don't like quitters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, hear that, everybody? Don't be a quitter if you're going to need some accessories.
2: Be a doer. And if you are... Yeah.
0: Then she will probably go there. She will probably be there to help motivate you to to, continue what you're doing, right? Because I know, like, that's like you said, you started off the the conversation by saying, like, you're a very positive person and you want to see the brightness in everybody. So, you know, like, you're a very kind person. That's what I
1: I love to motivate people. I love for people to see the best in things.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And myself have always seen, like, even with the grimmest of things, I'd be like, we can, you know, we can get out of this or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I'm like that, because. Time and time again, it's like, doesn't work out, but I just, that's just the way I am. you
2: mm-hmm.
1: so keep was, going, because you're not a quitter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But it's just the way I am. But and never it's never
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> It's not about winning. It's about no, being self-aware and self-happy and mm-hmm.
0: just finding a,
1: a happiness in whatever you do, because mm-hmm. it doesn't apply to beating, it applies to everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have some rapid fire questions. Some of them have nothing to do with bee work and some of them have everything to do with Nothing really. Okay. Just questions, just a fun little thing. Okay. So first question love or friendship? Both. Aren't they the same? I don't know. That was the right? question. It said love or friendship. I don't know. Both. Yeah. I guess so. Love because love can be friendship. There. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So next one. What is your, okay. This is a really, when I saw this question, I thought, Jessica, for sure. What is your go to karaoke song?
1: It has changed over the years, but I really love Creep by Radiohead. And, mm-hmm bohemian rhapsody if i want to get a crowd going (laughs) you get
0: me a mic and let me tell you it's
1: been a while but yeah
0: do you have a go-to song
2: i hate karaoke
0: (laughs) i hate karaoke i've never done it and i don't plan to i've done it but i hate it that just like makes my skin crawl (laughs) no it's like one of my friends at
2: her birthday like she her birthday is actually coming up so she was like let's go i'm like
0: what's her go-to karaoke song
2: i don't remember you know she's gonna sing I don't even don't know. Because okay. they know sing about. everything. They like, love Sarah. I'm calling you out. Sarah <laughs> Phillips oh, and no. your
1: karaoke. <laughs> I'll tell you something, though. This community has amazing singers. Yes. Creative people, musicians, beaters, painters. It's like painters. closet singers that you don't even this know about. town
0: is talented. You hear it here first. Kahnawake is the place to be talented. Mm-hmm. Do you eat soup or do you drink soup?
1: Drink. Slurp it. No. Slurp it up.
0: I you use a slurp, spoon. <laughs> slurp it up. What is the best gift you ever received? That's a hard one. I don't know. That was a rapid fire question. I didn't yeah, know. I'm going
2: to be cheesy and cakey, but my my kids, my babies, Ditto.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say that the first, I think the best gift I ever received, and it's not really the, I can't remember getting it. But It's a wonderful story. It was a cabbage patch, a cabbage patch kid. And it was in the 80s when it was a frenzy of cabbage patches. And I wanted that corn silk one. And I got one that was bald and a, new, a newbie. <laughs> and my mother said, She is beautiful and dark, just like you. No. Which she tells that I said something back that I said, This baby does not look like me. <laughs>
1: I am not bald. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we're going with like Christmas gifts when you're a kid, I love my fashion plates.
0: Ooh, Ooh. pink. Were they pink?
1: I think so. Yeah. I was like, and then I would draw. Yeah. I love those. All
2: right. So then mine would be, mine is not Christmas or anything like that. It was, (laughs) so when I, I, I'm a, I'm the baby of a family. Mm -hmm. I am the only girl and I am, yeah. And I am like really far in age between my brother. So I am spoiled. I'm spoiled by everybody. So my mother had a friend. Her name um, is Mary Louie. She's very close friends with her. She's from BC. She would often come down and visit and stuff like that. So she had come down. She gave my mother a gift. <laughs> and me being like a little spoiled brat. Bratty five-year-old, <laughs> I guess. I think I was about five, maybe. I, <laughs> I remember crying, thinking she doesn't like me. Like
0: Because you didn't get anything. Because I didn't get anything. <laughs>
2: So anyways, so she took the necklace off of her neck and gave it to me. And it was, it's a long wampum strand. Mm. And it had a few like, I think they're like the plastic. They look like the Swarovski Mm -hmm. crystals. And uh, they just had like a few like uh, plastic beads, some glass beads and things like that. And all wampum. And Mm -hmm. it's all white, blue and gold. And she gave it to me. And I I remember being embarrassed though that I was crying like before she actually mm-hmm. met, like because I I guess at that age I knew like all right I'm I am being like a little overdramatic mm-hmm. here, and I was embarrassed. But she saw me and she knew I was crying because of the mm-hmm. situation. So she gave it to me, and she told me she said, "Take really good care of this because mm-hmm. I'm giving it to you." So I still have it, oh, and nice. I, I've I used to ha- have it in my car. Like I look at it as a protection because she's a very amazing person too she's a traditional healer from her community yeah so I still have it and uh, my kids I have to hide it that usually steals all of my like chains mm-hmm. or whatever so I told him I was like this is very special to me I said do not take this you know and whatever so I still have it I wear it once in a while I'm afraid to wear it because I don't want to break it or
1: lose it but mm-hmm. it's post yeah. a picture on your Instagram yeah I'll have to share it I'll, That's very nice I'll grab it you learned a very important lesson that day yeah <laughs> Do you know what it is? <laughs> don't be a goddamn
0: brat. No, I All know. I gotta do is cry. You, yes. <laughs> yes. I
1: was gonna say that. Just cry. You get what you want. I say that
0: every day at school. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. But yeah. you know what? That's, but, but that's what you know at that age. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite family recipe? Not necessarily something that you cook, but something maybe that you like to eat, but that's it. Something that your family likes. To eat. Oh,
1: probably my chicken parmesan, my chicken mm-hmm. cutlets. I I am a good cook. COVID has taken the love of cooking out of me, but I love it. I'm a good cook. How <laughs> about you? Meatloaf. My family
2: hates it, but that was my mother's, like, I loved it. It was our mm-hmm. comfort food. So me, I'll make it. It's not the same as hers, but I love it. And I still try. I'm always like, yeah. I'm always like, it's not. how the hell do you make it? so good. And then she'll even joke, like, she'll be like, guess what we had last night? And I'm like, you didn't call me? Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Hoyan donuts donuts or Indian cookies. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: How do I get on your list? Yeah. <laughs> there is no list. You just have to come knocking at the door on during New oh, Year's Day. Oh. I see you
1: post that every year. People, you and, and Addie. So, and I'm like... Mm. Well, we're the same, same family. Be, it's the same recipe. About, like, <laughs> how do you
0: become part of like this getting donuts? Yeah, thing, to, like, like in Oneida, they go house to house. I mean, I'm not sure if they go to just random people's houses anymore, but they would go to like... My cousin would go. You go to places you know, mm-hmm. you know, and you collect donuts. So you don't necessarily have to be on a list. It's not like oh, I'm putting five donuts aside from you. If you go, you get donuts. If you don't, and then my grandmother, what she would do is she would make like she had like a gingerbread cookie man, and so like the grandkids would get
2: those. those
0: yeah, a, ho- the, a little man, bit more special, you know, like yeah, Hoyan man, Hoiyan, a man. Okay, so we have cutlets, we have dessert, and we have meatloaf. Where or when do you have the most impact?
1: Boy, that's a deep question. <laughs> the most impact? I think when I'm doing things not for myself. Mm-hmm. When I'm teaching.
0: When I'm being truthful. Mm-hmm.
1: Those are good answers. Good yeah, job. We are doing good. <laughs> we are on fire. That's quite a call rapid.
0: Okay, and uh, morning or night person?
1: Night. Never a morning. Uh, yeah, same.
0: I'm a morning person.
1: Benia yeah, says, uh, um, what does he call me? If I don't have my coffee. El Guapo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Snowy mountain tap or ocean beachside? I'm not an
1: ocean person and I don't like the snow. <laughs> I like to like sightsee and mm-hmm. see different things. Mm-hmm. Like when we went away yes. for the wedding, I really wanted to go see the town and the people that Mm -hmm. were in it and see what Dominican Republic was. The
2: real deal. Like
1: for me, if I'm going somewhere, I want to find out about where I am. But some of my favorite vacations are probably camping with my family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and That's not necessarily snowy or at a beach. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am
2: both because I actually like the winter. I love the winter, but give me a Hawaiian beach and I'm there. Like I love both. So I can't choose one. I like it. I like
0: it all. I'll take everything. <laughs> I'm inside, a, inside somewhere on a snowy mountain. The cozy part. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm. Not, I'm not, I don't really like the s- snow,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I am now not really liking the hot. So, yeah. So inside, inside air conditioning, inside cozy fire. That's for me. <laughs> I like the inside. Our last question, and it's not rapid fire because there's going to be three answers. But describe your beadwork in three words.
1: Myself. It's a hard question. <laughs> Colorful. I don't know. Inspired by life.
0: (laughs) Very nice. I think we've answered this question already. Yeah. Do you have a? But do you have new answers?
1: I don't even remember my old answers.
0: Okay. So what are you? So today, right now, three words to describe your bee work.
2: Like muted. All my muted colors. Oh my god. Muted. That's two. Like (laughs) muted,
0: muted, (laughs) and. Well, just muted.
2: I don't know. Uh price. Meticulous. Oh, like you can
0: swear on this part. Okay. Meticulous, muted, and and busy. Busy. Yeah. Well, I guess while well, you're looking at me, so I guess I'll answer the question. <laughs> it's your turn. Okay, so simple. <laughs> I want to say elegant, timeless. That's what I thought. Oh, so, there you yeah. go.
1: That That's describes me. your beadwork. I think yeah. Those I think are perfect
0: so words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said. I would just like to take this opportunity to say Nyawa, Jessica, like for coming into the beating table. And we're so glad that Yay. you came on and shared all of your wisdom with us, and uh, we wish you much success this weekend, yes. we'll be back and, on again. Oh and we can't wait to hear what happens, and we'll probably see a post about it. And uh, yeah, do you have anything you would like to say?
1: Just Nyawa for uh, inviting me. Um, it's an honor to be Yay. here with you ladies. Olivia and I actually will listen to the podcast when we're at work some days, so... I don't think I'll be listening to this one because I <laughs> don't like. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, thank you, and uh, cross my fingers. But like I said, it's just going to be a nice little weekend. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
0: and yeah, have fun, safe travels. Yes. Yeah. let's for. hope it
1: doesn't snow like it did last week.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. So with that, everyone, Nyawa for listening to the Beating Podcast. Beating Table. Oh my God. <laughs> with that being said, everybody, Nyawa for listening to the Beating Table. And we will be back here in the new year, hopefully, fingers <gasps> crossed, with episode 13. And uh, have a great day. Oh, Niamh
1: The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your and its employees.